Stay tuned after this episode to listen to me on the Princess Pod. This episode is sponsored by Big Daddy Graphics. Big Daddy Graphics is the only full-time, full-service Perrysburg Spirit Wear store in Perrysburg. They have two full-time graphic artists on staff to assist customers in creating eye-catching designs and full catalogs from the leading makers of quality garments, including Under Armour, Nike, Adidas, Holloway, Badger, among other top brand manufacturers. Big Daddy Graphics offers screen printing and embroidery for anyone from the sports world to the corporate one. They also offer promotional products emblazoned with logos. They can put your logo on nearly 1 million different types of promotional products, from coffee cups to golf tees, key fobs to lanyards, and hundreds of thousands of other products. So whether you live your life on the field or in the office, Big Daddy Graphics has you covered. To get started on your design, visit BigDaddy-Graphics.com. This episode of the Nerdball Podcast is sponsored by Jake Paluski at Real JP Multimedia. He does the music for this podcast. He has produced this podcast. If you need anything audiovisual done, he is the man to see at realjp.com, R-E-E-L-J-P.com. Let's start the show. My name is Emily Conley, and um, my son Joseph just finished his senior year football season at Perrysburg High School. I'm Jen Kilbride, and my son Aiden just finished his senior football season, but I have two other children. They're awesome. <laughs> I'm Nikki Gaggett, and my son Canyon is also a senior and just finished his season. And, and this, this is, is the Nerdball Podcast. This is the Nerdball Podcast with Lorenzo Melcher. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you all for coming out here. I felt like we've been talking about it for a long time, and you finally made it. We're, We're excited here. to be here. Thank good. You. Good. <laughs> um, th- I knew that was going to happen because I, I just told you guys, hey, that we can't all talk at the same time. So there's going to be times where there's silence for like three seconds. <laughs> but that's okay. That's okay. Um, do, Nikki, do you have more than one kid? I do. I have a daughter. She's, okay, I didn't even know that. She's 20. Her name is Peyton. She goes to BG. Okay, because you said that it was a sorority night or yep, something? Yep, it was sorority day yesterday, or mom's day with her sorority yesterday, so okay. it was a very fun-filled sorority fuzzy day. Yeah. <laughs> well, because believe it or not, Canyon only ever talks about him, so I never I find that it. very hard to believe. In four years, in four years, I this is the first time that I knew that you had a daughter. Well, she didn't play football. Well, yeah. So... <laughs> Okay. Um, the first the first question because you all have you all had kids that, that just finished their senior season, but you also all have kids in college. Um, does it get easier to let kids go um, when you already had one go? I say no. No. I'm I'm gonna be sad when our house is empty next year. Yeah. We've had plenty of years to. I mean, Joe's our fourth to go away to college, and um, it might be as hard as the first. I'd say Evan and Carl, once Grace was there, I was like, okay, I got this. I can handle it. But mm-hmm. but the first and the last, I think, are going to be my my knife to the heart. Yeah. yeah. I, well, I would imagine the last one because that is then that's it. Yeah. The empty, empty end of house. an End of an era yeah. in our yeah. life, a part of our life that's been a lot of fun. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Jen, what about you? I don't think it's going to get easier. I always say, you know, oh, when Aiden goes, whoo. <laughs> but he actually is... Um, you know, it's it's interesting. The three of them are so different. You raise them the same, mm-hmm. but so different. You have one that's, you know, the sensitive kid, which is the first one. Yeah. And then you have one in the middle that, um, you know. He the, almost doesn't seem like he cares about anything. <laughs> and that's the thing. The yeah. emotions, he does. Oh, oh But yes, the yes. emotions are just so, I, I admire that because mm-hmm. I'm a I'm not emotional at all, right? Like, <laughs> um, I admire that because he's stoic, you know, yeah. with everything. But yet I know things get to him. Mm-hmm. So I really, it's been hard. I think a challenge with Aiden is just trying to figure out who is this kid? How do I get through to him? What can I do? But I also need to embrace the fact that he's just so different and how yeah. he handles things and how he does things. So I think it's going to be hard because he's just... He just adds a lot of humor too, mm-hmm. like in situations that you just feel like I'm going to kill him, and then he does something that's like seriously <laughs> so funny. But yet, I like Emily said, you know, I have I have another, I have a younger daughter, mm-hmm. so it's um, it's not that first and last, but it's still it's just it's just going to be so different. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And with you, Nikki, it's, you're in the same boat as Emily, where it's 
this is this is your last kid and he's taken off and um and i i can tell i mean i've known candy for a long time we've become really close and part of it, he's so outspoken and so outgoing but i know he's still like the baby and i can see that and that's how i mean i i i lend to that too with him so i would imagine that's gonna be really hard for you it's gonna be very hard peyton yeah. is super independent and she just 10 minutes away so it was i mean it was hard to get her out but we still see her mm-hmm. this is gonna be really hard yeah because he's leaving, leaving he's leaving leaving and yeah. he keeps us so busy we're always mm-hmm. doing stuff with his sports and we try to be super involved with everything we travel a lot with baseball so this is just going to be really life-changing yeah it's going to be tough but as as uh my kids are only 10 and 7 so they haven't experienced like i know at the end of every football season all the parents come down the seniors are usually crying and how do you, how do parents especially you moms how do you deal with that because my my kids if they lose a game they're ready for ice cream or whatever they don't care you know (laughs) but and there's an aspect to that too with them even though they're seniors and they really care about this it is the next day they still might be down a little bit but they're on to the next thing how do as moms how do you deal with like this is my child he's crying because he's done playing football you cry i cried i mean it's he's been playing football since he was three started tackle when he was in second grade and I it's it just becomes a part of your life and Friday was really hard Mm -hmm. it's just very emotional it's really the end of an era Mm -hmm. like to never see them play football again (laughs) well I know Andrea Andrea had mentioned that he was crying when he came out the field I go I think it was it wasn't that his shoulder hurt I think he knew like I can't even finish this game and that's really I think it was a crappy like just a crappy ending like you don't want to go out like that yeah yeah and you don't know when your last play is, and that was his last play mm-hmm. ever. That's what we try to stress to the kids, too. Especially, that's what, I remember Coach Kriegel talking about um, before COVID. He'd always say, you never know when your last game's going to be. And COVID, especially for the baseball kids, like, hey, you played your last game. You had no idea it was a whole year ago. Right. You know, and, yeah. and for him, you know, getting hurt before the game was over. Um, Jen, what about you? I know Nick Nick was definitely more emotional about it than Aiden was. So, so. It had to be a little bit different, you know. Yeah, definitely. But I think, you know, for me, my last boy, Mm -hmm. you know, although Chloe would have loved to play football, but we (laughs) said no. Um, No, we, uh, I I think for me, it was the whole ending of football, which Mm -hmm. was really, I mean, high school football, which was really hard. And I think for me, and you all know how I feel, but these boys have been I mean, they are my, they were my life for so many years and it's not just, it's not just my own children. Um, I mean, every week that I see their faces and talk to them and get to know them and each week I get to know them a little better. They may say one thing to me, they may look at me differently, they may say something and then all of a sudden we're hugging and, you know, and I mean, these kids don't realize, these boys don't realize that um, I needed them more than, more than they needed me. Mm -hmm. Um, just, you know, just the general stress of an adult, I think. And then things that happen in your life or you have a bad day or you're thinking about something. And then they they just come along and they'll say hi to you or smile or laugh at your jokes, which are really silly during the <laughs> team meals that I say. But I absolutely love them. Um, and to the parents, if anybody is listening to this, I mean, you have raised amazing kids there they were grateful they were kind they were appreciative Mm -hmm. polite um you know it was just i'm gonna miss the boys Mm -hmm. and the coaches a lot and i know emily with with joe there was a time where or he wasn't sure about playing football again yeah and and i talked to him on phone and, and i really like joe oh yeah um and to see him like especially this year like just flourish and and really really yeah. be a leader and like I, it felt good like man I'm glad yeah. he stuck it out and I'm sure he is too he is glad and yeah. and, and to and and then you know to, for it to be over and and uh, and even talking to him he and and Joe's as much as I know Joe he's still hard to figure out because I don't know if he if he was super emotional about it or if he just held it on in and was worried about it later or what but I couldn't it was hard to figure out you know. I was I felt really fortunate. Evan and Carl both came for the I game, see, yeah. and Carl brought his girlfriend Jess, who's been a part of our family for years, and um, and then they had some fraternity brothers that came to watch too, and that to me helped me at the end of the game because mm. the other boys were there to like hug it out, and not just with me but with Joe, and uh-huh. he was really excited to see them, and I felt like 
um, they they knew Joe struggles with football. It's it's been a grind. Mm-hmm. It was a grind for him. It it came so easily for Evan. Um, and Carl just loved the camaraderie and the um, all the things that went along with the team sport. Mm-hmm. And Joe just wasn't as sure about that. And and it was really good for him to grind it out. And I I told him. Um, I said, you know what? You did it. You accomplished something that you weren't sure you wanted to accomplish. And I said, if you did it for dad and me, if you did it for Carl and Joseph or Evan, you know, whoever you did it for, if you did it for yourself, you, you did it, you did it well. Mm -hmm. And we really, even though we went with, out with a loss, um, we were super proud that he stuck it out because it is hard. And I think for as many kids like my older two that did find a lot of glory in football, starting with their sophomore years, you know, playing varsity. Joe didn't have that. And so he had to really um, dig deep and grind it out. And like when you talked to him that time that he was thinking about quitting, it was it was hard for all of us. And not because football is who he is, mm-hmm. but because we felt like we had seen such great results in Evan and Carl mm-hmm. because of the lessons they learned from football. Those are life lessons that they still I mean, we can still see how they apply those life skills. And we wanted Joe to have that experience and to be able to say, I dug deep mm-hmm. and did something that I wasn't sure I wanted to do. And he is, I think he's really glad he stuck it out. He had a great year. Mm-hmm. He and definitely he loves did, his friends, man. yeah. Yeah. And that that more than anything always comes out is, is how much, you know, they don't say it. And even I'm 36 and I and it's hard for me to tell some of my best friends that I've known for 20 years that I love them, you mm-hmm. know, because but I do and, and they and they do too. They just won't vocalize it right. as much. They do it in other ways. So I love seeing that part of it because it, it it whatever, like you said, whatever brings them out, even if it's just that. Like I don't really like football, but I like hanging out with my friends on, right. on mm-hmm. Friday nights or Saturday mornings, whatever. Um, but with, with Joe and Aiden, they both played JV last year. Mm-hmm. And that's a hard thing to play JV as a junior because you is. want to play varsity. Mm-hmm. But they were such great um, leaders. Um, they might complain about it, but between 10 and 12, when we play a Saturday morning game, there are leaders out there. And I don't care if they complain about it afterward or before, but during the game, they're they're awesome for that. Joe had a funny story one time last year when you guys – it was that COVID year. So – you guys, we had a game that was rescheduled out, like, was it Eastwood or Eastwood, something? Eastwood, yeah. And, you know, that school is a smaller school than ours, and Joe leveled some kid, <laughs> and kind of stood over him, and the kid said, I'm pretty sure you're a junior. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Joe yeah. said he laughed, he's like, oh, good point, you're probably like 12. <laughs> He's probably a freshman playing JV and Joe's oh like 17. God. He's like, oh, I took that one to heart. But it's yeah. good. He kept him yeah. humble. Oh, and, humble. Yeah. Yeah. He told me about that. And all he could say, all he could do is laugh about yeah. it. Yeah. You know? He's like, that was pretty good. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but did you ever hear him, hear him, or did I ever gripe about, like, man, I don't want to play JV? Oh, yeah. I'm yes. sure I did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. He told us, and we were like, you do what you're told to do. Right. Yeah. I mean, do you love it? I mean, that was the question we asked him. Hey, mm-hmm. do you love it? Yes. Do you want to play? Yes. Then you do what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Because you have to do what the team wants you to do. Mm-hmm. But just, I didn't mean to segue here, but no. I have a lot of people that say I would never let my kid play football. Yeah. 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 You know, and I remember like before they started Big Gold, I was nervous about it. But I just, you know, you have to breathe and let your kid try a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Let them try everything. Soccer. Yeah. Everything. Um and when I saw the look on their faces just playing football, you knew it was in their blood. You know, I mean, they just yep. start that. It's in their blood. And I know from your boys, I know the same thing, their eyes, you know, the look in their eyes. And um, the friendships, like you said, mm-hmm. what they've learned on and off the field, just from the football, just from being a part of football. Yeah. And a lot of times they don't know that – what they're just playing football and then they realize it later or it's just something sub- subconscious that they're doing or or remembering you know that that, that oh this is from football you know exactly um canyon candy was opposite he's he's started since a sophomore mm-hmm. since being a sophomore and um i mean it, it seems like whatever sport he plays he was all about it i remember first meeting him as an eighth grader um and <laughs> i i as soon as i saw him 
be a just be canyon out there he hit a three-pointer and it was showboat and all this stuff and <laughs> and i knew i wanted to talk to him because i think uh, mr buker might have told me said hey he's thinking about not playing football yep. So and I and I saw him afterward, and there was four girls around him. I go, this is the perfect time to go talk to him. <laughs> and I tell him that story. I tell him that story all the time, and and he he he's like, yes, you nailed it. Because as soon as I saw girls, and I went up to him and like, hey, I'm a varsity football coach. Or at the time, I was a freshman coach, and um, he his eyes lit up like. And then walking away, like seeing all those girls, like, oh my gosh, this guy just talked to Canyon, like, like getting scouted. Yes, yes. <laughs> he did. He did. He because he wasn't gonna play and. Coach Melcher came up to Jeff and I at the basketball game and said, hey, I'm the football coach. I'd like to talk to Canyon. Is it okay? Do you mind if I talk to him? And we're like, yeah, go for it. And it, he, we still, we say it all the time. And Canyon said it on senior night. Mm -hmm. It was part of his speech. He would not have played football in high school if it was not for mm -hmm. Coach Melcher. Yeah. So we are very grateful. Well, it was my pleasure. And he even, he would come out because I was coaching track at the time and he'd even come out to our track meets or practices and we'd talk out there too with other buddies. I don't remember who he came out with, but I think he, I think he wanted to play, but he also wanted to be courted to play, you know? He, he <laughs> that wanted, sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> which, which, hey, I'll do it, whatever, you know, I, I love talking to kids about football and I, you know, I want them to play football and, and if that's what it takes, I'll, I'll do it because I want... I want them to feel what I feel just coaching, mm -hmm. you know, and I didn't, I felt I, I wasn't going to play my freshman year. I wasn't going to play my sophomore year. My dad made me play freshman year because we moved from Toledo and he said, you got to play before school starts. So you learn, meet, meet some friends. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't have any football players in any of my classes, but it helped anyway. Uh, my sophomore year, I was going to quit again. And Mr. Pullman talked me into playing. So I know how that feels right. to not want to play. But but for me, it was finding a reason to play just like Joe, mm -hmm. like whatever yep. that reason right. is, you know, right. you hope it's for them. But if it's something else that gets them there, then then that's what gets them there. Yep. It, but it, but it's got to be it, it had to be something a little bit inside you that wants to play. Otherwise, you would never even think about it. No, so. it's too much work. Yeah. I mean, it's a lot. It's a long, long Dedicated. season. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. Um, also, I don't have to just keep asking questions. You guys can just talk. So it, oh. if you guys are waiting and waiting for for questions and stuff, because because I, I, I yeah, but I also don't want it to be. Uh, I also feel like you're sitting on your hands, like waiting to to say stuff. <laughs> so I I don't want it because jo, like Joe and Kyle, theirs was perfect. Like just oh oh well. conversing and that you know. <laughs> so Joe does have the gift of gab, doesn't he? He, he was really good. As Kyle. Yeah. Yes, he yeah. does. Yeah. yeah. I love. Oh, Kyle. Things. Kyle. I always tell him, I go, I don't know if you're never not positive. Oh, my yes. gosh. But if you are, call me. Right. We want to see it. <laughs> yes. yes. It's, it's amazing. Mm -hmm. Every yes. time I walk in that locker room, he gives me a hug and it's just, oh my gosh. It's just a smiley all the time. Great yes. kid. Great yeah. kid. Yeah. yeah. There's so many great kids. I mean, <laughs> I know I keep going on and on about but well, honestly, I, they just, I, I don't know if we just have the best group of kids ever. I'm sure every mom says that. Yeah. That's okay though. No. That's okay. Not, I'm no. not saying my kids. I'm no. saying No, they are in they general, are. like these these boys. Like mm -hmm. yeah. And I I love that I have boys and a girl. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I love that I have both because you know you're you know, just the different thing. But, differently. but there's something about boys yeah. that um they're just fun. I mean, the girls are too. But, well, but just, the boys are a little bit less um concerned about Outward appearances sometimes, or how they act, right? Or how, how they, right? Their behavior when they're all together is, you know. Oh, it's just. So I always fun. laugh like Evan and Carl can go right down to my my nephews are, ten and twelve. I mean, thirty seconds they're oh, right yeah. down at their level. <laughs> you are no longer an adult, obviously. Oh yeah, but oh, I yeah. I feel like we've talked about this, Nikki and Jen and I, with with um, team dinners. It was something that was really missing we felt last year with mm. with covid and the restrictions and yeah. we were so glad that uh. um dirk worked with us uh because i don't think they had that at bowling green i don't think they did the, the thursday night team dinners and he was because when we first talked to him we were like oh what about thursday night dinner he's like oh well we, we i do saturday morning breakfast we're like well we'd like to make sure all the boys get seen mm -hmm. not just the varsity boys you know sure. and um and I really, I'm glad we got to bring that back. I don't know what next year will hold. He might decide no. And, and it, it takes a lot of people to make mm -hmm. that Thursday night dinner work and a lot of volunteers. Um, but I felt like that was one opportunity that we had, that we felt the kids missed out on last year. Yeah. And we wanted to make sure that 
our boys got that experience because our other kids had had it. And like Nikki with, with Canyon doing it since he was a sophomore, he knew what that was too. And, mm-hmm. and I do love the camaraderie that happens at those oh. dinners. Um, it's not just us getting to see the boys, but seeing the boys interact together and tease each other. It's, it's a pleasure as a parent to see them interacting like that. And we don't get to see that on no. a regular basis. Yeah. Well, you know. well, that that was for for us when when COVID first hit. Like, what are we gonna do with our kids? Like, because yeah. all they do is is not just school, but when they come home, they're playing with their neighborhood kids. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we we made the decision. We're like, well, we can't just constantly yell at them for being. He had to be six feet apart. So we made the decision. Like, these three kids are just in our bubble, right? Right. And they're always mm-hmm. playing with them, and it, and it made us feel a lot better. Like, hey, if they get sick, this is. This is what's happening. That this is just has to be because they're not going to be in our house, right. you know, for forever. No, right. you know? no, yeah. But so, yeah. but I th- I was going to say that that same thing. I think I mentioned it earlier. But I think you know in today's world, these young kids they don't have a lot of that interaction, um, social interaction, mm-hmm. because it's all you know texting, snapping, um, social media, you know, and. <laughs> And I, I think it's awesome that, you know, whether I'm on Facebook or something else, and I see these things that these kids are doing, maybe it's something different than football, maybe it's, and so when we are seeing them walking through, we start talking to them about it. Yeah. Like, I saw you did this. That's awesome. I saw you, you know, and they're looking at, they're looking at me like, how do you know this? This is weird. And then they start to open up to you a little more. And, you know, again, like we had that opportunity to interact mm-hmm. and, um, you know, show them that we were interested in them for who they are yeah, and the eye football. contact, which right. is yeah. so, you don't have that, you know, that socialization, that eye contact, you know, and I would ask a lot of them questions, especially the shy ones. Cause I felt they're yeah. probably like, I do not want to talk to her. <laughs> I do not want to, um, no sauce. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, no, 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 you need sauce. You need sauce. So we would do that. But I mean, it was just something that, um, you know, I hope I didn't make them feel uncomfortable, but I, I really wanted them to know that we're, we recognize we, them. Yeah, we yeah. recognize you. We know we know we see you every week, whether you're on the field or whether you're not on the field, whether you're we love you guys. Mm-hmm. We want you you're all part of a bigger thing, yeah. you know, bigger picture. That's why I like when they come on the podcast too, because they get a chance to just talk about themselves and, yeah. and ha- try to have a conversation. Cause like yes. you said, they can't always have one or know how to properly have a mm. conversation. Right. Um I I tell my kids that all the time. I mean, and they're just kids, and I'm constantly getting, <laughs> yelling at Mateo because what me and Andrew will be talking, and he just starts talking. I'm like, "Hey, dude, where you can't just <laughs> butt in here." Like, yeah, it still happens. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah, <laughs> but it's one of those things, and I think with knowing, seeing our children as they've gotten older, and I'm, I'm a teacher, um, I teach reading, and so many of those social skills are not skills that come naturally to kids yeah. and you have to teach them. And that's, and that is part of that, our, of our, our lunch line at team dinner, the kids would come through and we would say hello and greet them and they would greet us back. And then they would always say, thank you. Oh. And it was, it's unscripted social contact with mm-hmm. adults, which they don't get outside of school. Yeah. I mean, if you have a small family and you don't, I mean, your parents don't have a big friend group, you know, my kids grew up with my friends being a part of their like I swear, Grace thought my friends were her friends. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, but they grew up with that, and a lot of kids don't. Mm. The the as big as the world is, some kids' worlds are very small. Mm. And I think that was one of the fun things about team dinner for us is like seeing their faces outside of their helmets. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. you know yep. what they look like underneath their helmets because oh, we don't yeah. get to see that all the time. How, does Canyon talk to other parents? Like he talk like because he talks to any any kid, but oh, yeah. but sometimes there might be. Oh yeah. He never stops talking. <laughs> he has no filter. He will talk to anyone about anything. Yeah. He he knows like his limits, like what he knows certain things he can say to certain sure. people and yeah. get away with. But yes, I mean he's So he's, he's comfortable around anybody. He's comfortable around anybody, anything. I think I mean he will talk to anyone. Where does he get that from? I think Jeff. Really? Jeff is pretty, <laughs> pretty much like extroverted. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Jeff can do that too. <laughs> I do want to say though, after the game Friday, there was a handful of boys that we're about to get plowed over by the, that band. They didn't seem to care, but uh, they just did. I think they just didn't want to get off that field and yeah. they were just hugging. And they finally, once the band started playing and they realized they were going to get marched on, came off the field and they all hugged me. And every one of them said, Thank you so much for the dinners mm-hmm. and breakfast. And like that was what they were thinking of to say to me after mm-hmm. their last game. And I thought that was so cool. And they're like, they're crying and that. That came to their mind, and right. I thought I just thought that was so cool. Mm. 
It's just so worth it. You never know what's going to come out of a kid's mouth. No, you don't. Good and bad. For sure. Good and bad. And you don't know what... Hey. They're laughing at me because I'm like tearing up. That's right. Keep talking. It was. No, it was I'm... super. It was super sad. It was very emotional because I just thought that that was so cool that that yeah. was that was something that came to their mind. And those are those little things that have big impacts later on, For sure. and that they remember when they have kids. Yeah, like, they are. Oh gosh, Lorenzo's bringing me Kleenex I because had, I'm I already known. tearing up. I should have known. Well, I should have had him already. I'm not emotional yes. though. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I think that was the most touching part of it. Because I was fine, especially because Aiden's like, you know, that defense was really good. You yeah, know? yeah. But Joe was very, he, he was like, yep, but then Canyon, he was like, Canyon, because he was starting to feel emotions, oh, yeah. you know, yeah. and I was yeah. like, Aiden, let it out. But, yeah. you know, but then when I will say Mitchell Smith yeah. came over. Yes. And I lost it. I just lost it. And I was fine. But he was like, I don't know, this big teddy bear, just yep. like. I, you know, he was all emotional and he was like, I just am so happy about, thank you, thank you. And I was like, oh my gosh. And I hugged him and then I was like, I just, waterworks, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, what just happened? But you I know, do, I do think they recognize the difference between this year and last year. For sure. I think so. The ways that they were allowed to have a regular season, I think it meant a lot to them, you know? Oh, yeah. And they recognize, they're old enough to recognize what they didn't get to do last year with those seniors and, right. you know, never allowed to hang out in the locker room, never, you know, all of the things that they enjoyed this year and they didn't get to do last year. It's a, it's a, the big difference is just the feeling of a big crowd or the feeling of oh. emotions and being sad or happy. And even after our, our playoff win, like going to the locker room and wouldn't have been, been able to do that last year. Right. Like they're, you know, it's, they're dancing around, singing, hugging each other, right. and everything. And I don't know. I'm assuming you guys saw, saw some of those videos, but oh, yeah. they were they were, had there was such a good time. And I was tired. When I did not want to go home though. They were, and, and Canyon had his pads on for forever. <laughs> he never he <laughs> never go. takes them off. You know, Kyle had his pads on for an hour or two after the game. Like they so were just funny. they were they loved it. And it was it's that's as much as it sucks to see them like be sad and and that it's over. Like all that can get overshadowed by, and, and and fortunately for me, unfortunately for you guys, you guys don't get to see that all the time, right. and that's what like I love that because not only it, it's just like a it's almost like a secret, you know, that mm-hmm. they get to do all this stuff, and right. you know, with social media, everybody gets to see it, but right. but I get to see it there, and, and and I like interacting with that part of it, you know, Coach Coach Connor. One of the interview questions she asked me last winter is how involved do you get in, in the players' lives, and I said as involved as they want me to get mm-hmm. is if, if they just want me to coach for two hours a day, then I'll coach them. If they call me on the weekends and want to hang out, if they call me for a birthday party, say, Hey, come over, I'll do any of that stuff. Cause that's, I like that part mm-hmm. of it. And I want them to be, you know, here when Canyon, when you guys are out of town, I uh, texted Canyon said, uh, cause I don't know if it was something he, he, um, felt or if it's just a question but he asked and he's never asked me before he goes what are you doing today oh that's cute and i I said oh i think we're carving pumpkins and then we had something else going on and i was like what do you got going on he goes ah my parents are out of town so i don't know what i'm gonna do i may watch football or something and then i left and i I came home i told andrea i'm gonna text candy see if he wants to come over because it it was just an odd thing for him to ask like what what am i doing so i did but he ended up going to a birthday party one of his uh Someone he knows is it was a seventh grader birthday he party. Did. Oh yeah, yes. he went. Oh, that's he did. Like, yes. That, yes, yes, they wanted him at his <laughs> birthday party. They went and played flag football. I mean, Jack, oh, that's, that's so Jack. cute. So yes, cute. so he's like, "Well, I'm going here," and he goes, "Sorry," he goes, "No," I go, "I'd much rather you do that." <laughs> yeah. yeah, I go, "I'd love for you to be here, but I, I, I think yes. it's great that you're supporting these other kids." Yeah. You know, yeah, but but it, I thought it was cool, and because he was Saturday morning, he just sitting there by himself. I was like, "What are you doing?" And he was had BCSN on his phone. He's watching the game again. Himself watching yeah. himself. <laughs> It's his favorite thing to do. Oh my gosh, he's so funny. How many mirrors are in his room? Oh my god, uh, he has two full-length mirrors. Oh my gosh, she just rattled that off. Oh, that's so funny. That's oh funny. man, um, it, you guys know you can think about it some more. But what I what I really want to find out is there's any embarrassing stories that you guys have. I'm sure as as moms you have all kinds of stuff, um, and I think some maybe even Joe. I think Joe wouldn't even care about anything because he's he's told me yeah. things before. But oh yeah, he's lost all. <laughs> I mean, being the youngest of four, yes, yeah. you really are, especially with three, with the older brothers. He's that story he told me about getting waterboarded. Oh my gosh, I, I know, I know. We I I often say to Clark, we've lost all. 
we've lost all control, you know. <laughs> but Clark working from home is, I mean, I know he'll listen to this, so I'm going to say it nicely, sometimes challenging. Oh, I'm sure. Because especially, you know, when all the kids were home in the summer and his office is in the front of the house, so it was like really had to be quiet and when they were mm. little. So the whole waterboarding story that he walked out and just told him to be quiet while they literally had Joe pinned to the ground <laughs> and were waterboarding him. <laughs> I'm like, I would at least have yelled at them. I mean, but one of my boys' favorite things to do when Carl and Evan are home, Evan is like the back, he's kind of the instigator. He'll like stir things up. That's what Joe said. It's yeah. crazy because he looks like he's so nice. Oh, you think does. Carl would be the mean oh, one. Oh, my but... nickname. You know my nickname for him, right? Um, Dreamboat. I oh, call yeah, him Dreamboat Dream... all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know all my boys. So he... Um, it, it, it was just funny because Clark coming out and, and yelling at him. But I I felt like Joe telling you the story about when Carl tackled him and shoved dirt in his face. <laughs> that, to me, was one of, I thought, one of the pivotal moments when Joe was like, I'm going to be bigger than you, you oh. son of a... <laughs> and he is. Yeah. And so that was, I, I mean, Joe started like... That's never going to happen again. And, and that was kind of funny. It was kind of a little bit of a life changer. And I did go nuts. I, I did go Coco the Monkey on Carl that day. Because I was like, that was too much. That was too much. Um, and they were all watching me go nuts. And then they, then they laughed. I mean, as soon as as soon as I'm done screaming at them, they think it's hilarious. I mean, boys, that's the fun part. I mean, I say fun part. I really, I remember some things. But boys, that's just the way they interact you know, we, yeah we did that me and my older brother would do that to my mom too like she would try to punish us and we're like what, what is happening the worst punishment is when she when we were home and she go i told your dad and he'll deal with it when we get home oh, and yeah. it just ruined the day <laughs> <laughs> yeah why are they more scary than we are i don't uh, know i don't know i don't I, and it wasn't even because my i mean my 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 dad wasn't an awful person it yeah. was just no the mentality of of my dad is the one that disciplines us, you mm-hmm. know, and and so what is what's my mom gonna do? Well, I I can relate. I mean, I can relate because I go like, well, I'm the high strong one. In case you have no, <laughs> really, yeah, not so, emotional, not high strong guy. <laughs> okay, yeah. So I'm like, ah, and then Ian's just so calm. But when when Ian gets to that point, it's like the cartoons with the smoke coming out of the ears, the thing, the, the eyes all red, the thing, like. We a lot of a, a lot of the times we laugh because we're like, it's like from? boom, yeah. you know, it just went. But they respond, mm-hmm. whereas they would not respond to. I think maybe because a, a mother's level is already up a lot, so so the kids are like, well, is that baseline or is that just like? What is it? So they're like used to it, maybe. Now yeah. we know. No, and no. and then because like, that's the same thing. Same thing for me. Like I I try to be cool, and then if it gets out of hand, then then I yell. To the point where I get upset at myself, right? You know, I'm sure that happens all the time to all parents. Yeah. Right. But then, but the kids do respond to it. But I'm like, well, I can't do that all the time. No, you know, no. that'd be horrible, right? So maybe it is just like, oh, it's it's special that Dad's mad right now. I don't know. <laughs> I've tried to count like one, two. I've tried biting my tongue. Okay, I'm gonna ask one more time. Breathe. You know, practice all these things, and it's just like. I can't, you know, because then it's like by the fourth time, I'm like, okay, I'm done breathing. We're yeah. done. <laughs> whenever I, I want to pass out. Whenever I, I would yell at Joe, even now, if I would be mad at him about something, he's he's so hard because he's he'll just say, "You're right, mom. I'm sorry." And I'm like, oh, I know. Oh, Aiden does that too. <laughs> Give me something because I'm so mad right now, and he just shuts me down with, "You're right, mom. I'm sorry." Like, Wait, isn't that what you want though? I don't know. You would think, but that got it. <laughs> yeah, that got him in trouble in junior high with um, Mrs. Durr. Because he was, that was the funniest story because she was furious at him and he had, she yelled at him and he said, you're right, I'm sorry. And she was like, you're not taking this seriously. And I'm like, literally, what do you want him to say? Like, you're right, I'm sorry is all you're going to get out of a seventh grade boy. I don't know what (laughs) your expectations are. A lot of times you don't get that. No, right. And so that's when I knew like, he he uses that as a tool because it shuts you down and he doesn't mean it. He's not really sorry. And that's what I launch into. If you're sorry, you'd quit doing it. You're yeah, right. you're right. I, I do that a lot oh, too. Yeah. Yeah. They you. must learn that in school because yeah. I, I mean, when we were younger, you'd get kind of upset, not yell back at mm-hmm. your parents or whatever, but Canyon will do that same thing. Like, okay, or it, well, is it really, like they just stay very calm and they don't get mad. Like, is it that big of a deal? Like really? And then it's like, uh, I don't know. Maybe it's that. <laughs> I don't know. I know. Okay, good point. Carry on. 
Well, Aiden will try to re- put his arm around me and hug me, you know, oh, and I'm oh. like, it's all it takes. Like, you know, no. <laughs> no, no and then I can't, eyes. I can't help it. I'm yeah. like, okay. Th- does it get easier to punish when they get older? There's no punishing. I We don't do punish. We, well, we learned years ago, um, I think Canyon was, it was before junior high that punish, like taking things away or putting mm-hmm. them in their room or just taking all their interactions with people away are really not good for them mm-hmm. at all. It needs to be more like even taking the phone away, like things like that are just not good. Well, parenting is different now. Because it is that. different. Yeah. It is different. But just letting them know what they did and mm. them seeing that you're disappointed is really enough for them. They're, they can be harder on themselves. Yeah. So punishing has just not been something that's worked. I know the worst thing for me was my dad, I got bad grades and my dad took my car away. And I and I lived in Saddlebrook before the school or before people lived out there. So all my friends lived in town. So I got my car taken away and I'm just stuck at home. I, <laughs> I don't know what to do. I'm sorry. You probably thought you'd study if you couldn't go anywhere. Well, that didn't work. No. Out. <laughs> I, I don't, my kids laugh that I have no follow through. Like every once in a while I go on a crazy rant like, I'm checking your Insta, Twitter, whatever it is, every every week, and then they'll be like, "Okay, mom," and then I have, I just they know I give up. I have no follow through with that. But but I guess I look at Joe and I compare him to his older siblings, and and so far they're doing okay. So I'm like, all right, I'm gonna just say we're we're still on the right path. Whatever we did with the first couple seemed to be working out, yeah. so we're just gonna keep with that path. But no, I don't have great disciplinary follow-through at all is uh does parenting styles change as you get older and your kids in your with your baby kid because i know with my baby sister my parents were so lenient with her compared to me my older brother as, as far as like our punishments and stuff and they just well she got bad grades my dad grounded her for a weekend i'm like well you took my car away and then, <laughs> yeah. and, but that was it we have that problem yeah. bad yeah. like when peyton was a senior in high school she had an 11 o'clock curfew oh, yeah. canyon will roll in at 3 a.m oh, um same like cars yeah. phones canyon got earlier yeah. just everything is so different now it is different so different we stayed really strict on the curfew that's one thing that we um bedtime and curfew was like one parenting thing that i always handled well i don't yeah. i don't know that just was one of the things that i stuck with and and when joe still has he's he's 11 unless it's an extenuating night and then He'll do eleven thirty. I know he thinks we're horrible parents. Well, and you know what? You're laughing hysterically. <laughs> I am. Well, you know what is uh, my? I never had a curfew, but my my dad knew my friends did, so he knew some. I was going to be at somebody's house by by this time, right? So right. he wasn't too worried about me being out. Yeah, you know. I think it's funny all around. Just you know, again, I'm with the curfew thing because yeah. I just I worry about that stuff. But I like um, to go to bed and know that everyone's alive. Yeah. Well, that's yeah, and luckily we have. Well, I won't go there. But I will say this. Um, it's funny. Like, even the firstborn, you know, how we were with the firstborn. And mm-hmm. I know we're all like that. But I remember Nick being at the top of the steps with scissors. <laughs> and he was going, danger, oh. danger. And I'm like, Ian, I'm going to walk up. Like, oh, no. And then Aiden, I was like, where's Aiden? Where's Aiden? Because he was running all over. Typical, you know, running all over. So I Aiden. By the time Chloe came along... I was like, you know, Ian goes, yeah, Ian goes, she's at the top of the steps. I go, okay. From the other room, I'm going, okay, Chloe, go down on your belly. You know, and it's like, (laughs) I don't know if it's just, you just get used to it or you're just kind of like, you know, they're not going to break. I think like Nikki said, even laughing about when the, when Canyon would say like, is this that big of a deal? And I think that is kind of where each progressive or each child, you get a little bit more like, gosh, maybe... Maybe the straight A's aren't a big deal. Maybe mm. the maybe the C isn't a big deal. Maybe and and I don't want to say you lower your standards, but I think you adjust your expect. I we have adjusted our expectations yes. to what we see as being life skill versus mm. our opinions. Well you know? rounded, yeah, individual. right. And that's and that's kind of where and and you could say we've lowered. I mean, we, we, grades were never as much of a priority in our house as we probably should have made them. Um, I'm not a fighter about that kind of stuff. And I wish, Joe, Joe said to me one time, he goes, I wish you would have made me study harder. And, yeah. <laughs> and I said, do you not remember like fifth and sixth grade? I literally sat at the table with you every night for hours until we would fight and Clark would have to come in and be like, 
Emily, you go to timeout because you're, yeah. <laughs> you're really, you really lost your mind. I said, yeah, you blocked all that out. I did try, but then I guess, I guess we just kind of had changed our expectations and to is Joe a happy, healthy yes. child? Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, I'm, I'm going with that, yeah. and that's yep. kind of where. And does he interact well with my husband and me and his siblings? And and then we're like, okay, that's that's what I want is that cohesive family unit more than the straight A's. Yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. Yes. I, I, not right or wrong, just how, just the just what we've right. chosen for our family dynamic. Well, I, guess. Just, I mean, just because your parents doesn't mean you stop learning about stuff. No, right? no. Oh my, my gosh, constantly. My dad, my sister, who she's a year and a half younger than me, told my dad, "I wish you would have made me do more things." And so, so my dad made my baby sister do everything because he didn't want to have that. Like, I don't know if he felt bad about right. it, but he made her. You know, she was in the orchestra, she was in band, she played a bunch of sports, she did all these things, and. And I don't, I, I guess it made her a better person. I don't know. They're both right. doing great, you know, but it, it's funny that my dad's like, okay, and took that little message mm-hmm. and just, you're what? doing all this stuff, Martina. Here you yeah. go, you know. I don't, yeah. <clears throat> it's interesting. It really is. And I think <clears throat> Emily's right. You know, you just start thinking about what's really important here. Um, I think if anything came out of the whole COVID, you know, it, it was really challenging for my business. Um I'm in trade show business, so there was oh, wow, yeah. there, nothing was happening, right? Yeah. And then just the whole stress of everything. And um, we did do a lot of things as a family and come together. But I think what we've learned the most is that you have to just do the best you can do, mm-hmm. roll with whatever you can roll with. And one of the things I just, you know, Ian and I just believe that, you know, we can't, we can't let these kids not have some kind of socialization. Yeah. I mean, it was detrimental. No, for sure. So, you know, just thinking back to that and just like, what is really important? Yeah. And yes, the, yeah. the the room with all the food and the clothes and everything on the floor, yes, that's um, <laughs> annoying. Something that I can't <laughs> let go of. My dad always said, yeah. as long as you can shut your door. Yeah, if it well, starts coming in the hallway, then we'll have an issue. <laughs> I don't Canyons know. comes in the hallway. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. <laughs> the bathroom, I told him yesterday, I'm like, can you get your collection of dirty clothes out of the bathroom <laughs> yes. so I can do your laundry, yeah. please? Do, does Canyon, because he, he seems like he wouldn't do this, but I always just picked up clothes off the floor, smelled them, and put them on. Does he do no. that? Okay. No, I didn't think he, he will would. wear something for 15 minutes, and it goes in the dirty clothes. Really? Yeah. That, that seems I like s- him? Totally. That seems like yeah. him. And he'll wear like four or five outfits a day, and no problem. They're all in piled up in the dirty clothes. You know, maybe, yeah. well, you know, when I was in high school, I, I wore stuff quite often and even, I do that now, but I do the laundry. So I don't want to like have to. He doesn't do the laundry. Yeah. I know that might be a surprise, but <laughs> no. he doesn't do it or put it away. He just wears it. He's in for a rude awakening. He is. Yeah. He is. His roommates are his two best friends and they are going to absolutely despise him. <laughs> Joe, Joe has four baskets of laundry in his room right now. So every once in a while, I'm like, Joe, you're going to need to put your laundry away so I can do more of your laundry. That's what I always say. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. But again, like Evan and Carl do their own laundry just fine now. So mm-hmm. I figure like, yeah. eh, that's all right. I'll that, do it for one more year and, and they'll figure it out. Because I think people say, you're just enabling them. And I'm like, eh, I don't know. I'm yeah. also yep. like, you have your whole life to do laundry. Exactly. Like, they don't have to do it for, for I, I'm not sure that that life skill is something that they're not going to. They, it's easy. Yeah. yeah. The yeah. thing, the thing I try to do now is when they, because my dad always said, you know, when Mateo was little, he's when he gets older, he's gonna ask you to like, hey, can I help you with this or help you with that? And it's gonna take three times as long, but you have to let him help you. Right. Right. Even now, like if I'm doing laundry, Lillian comes down and and she's like, can I, can I? Can I see how you do this? I go, yeah, because you're gonna have to learn because you're a woman. But, no, I didn't, say, I didn't say that. I didn't, I didn't say that. I know you're so no. funny. You said it so like. <laughs> no, but but it's part of like, yeah, you can you can yes. see what it's what it's how to do it. You know, it's not gonna hurt you. You know, um, do you you all have multiple kids. Do you ever feel like um, I know I know with me, I don't have a favorite. And I love that's the that's the <laughs> mom thing, right? That's 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 the mom thing. Is like I love all my kids equally. Now, what I do notice with my parents is. They had to. They had to spend more time with my brother. Mm-hmm. And they had to spend more time with my sister at a certain point. With her first husband passed away, you know, and my sister is the baby. So, like for me, and they even said, like, we don't tell you enough that you're doing a good job or you're doing this. Do you find that that the, not the love, but the attention has to go certain places at certain times? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And I think. Well, sorry. I'm just gonna. Go ahead. I kind of just start. <laughs> That's right. Um. We'll just always let you go first, and then you yeah. can now we'll take what time's left. <laughs> okay. There's a lot of time. There's a lot of time left. <laughs> just kidding. No. Um, <laughs> I think every day it's a new favorite. Yeah. I say that 
I don't mean it for real, but there's days that I'm like, that's a okay, way, I just good can't. way to put it. You yeah. know, like I don't have a favorite for sure. I love them all, but mm-hmm. just, you know what? I like you better today. And mm-hmm. I'm not afraid yeah. to say, I mean, I've said that to them. Yeah. I like you better today, or I really don't like you today. I love you. Yeah. Right. I say that a lot, but I just don't like you. Mm-hmm. You know, the attitude or the response or the non-response or whatever it might be. Um, but there are, there are things I will say that the oldest and the youngest do get, I think, the most attention. Yeah. And that's been one of the things, we, you know, in, in grade school that we're like, wait a minute, we really need to focus on that middle. Um, and Aiden, you know, there's, he's so, he really is kind of like flexible as far as like, he'll kind of do whatever. We don't really have to worry about him so much. Mm-hmm. But we've noticed there was times where it's like, we really need to start focusing on paying a little more attention or doing some things. It's hard to follow the older brother, and the younger sister who is, um, you know, very busy doing other things that are a different, totally different route, yeah. you know, and we, we've said to him many times, and I think it was hard for, for Aiden, it's like, you do not have to do everything your brother does. Mm-hmm. You do not. You set your own path. You do your own thing. We're proud of you no matter what you do. So it's, uh, you know, it's hard. I think it's hard being that middle, so... Oh. As a middle, I totally agree. Yeah, and and my brother was the opposite. Like he was getting into trouble. He was doing drugs and drinking all the time, and so my parents had to focus on him to try to like stem that, Diffuse you know. Him. And 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 I don't know because I didn't have to deal with that as a parent, and hopefully none of us do. But having to deal with that and then have three other kids, and ultimately it it never worked. You know, he ended up passing away from an overdose, so it never worked, and. But I I understood like yeah focus on that's fine I'm fine I if I need you I'll let you know yes. you know I'm fine you know and, and but it is but it it seems like me Aiden and I were very similar like we could deal with whatever the other two kids had to do with just we'll be fine yeah. you know but did you ever feel like you had to say something to him like hey I'm sorry or I should be yeah you know, there's on been you? there's been times yeah. yeah there has been and I think you know even now my mom will tell me. You know, I know my sister has kind of a rough situation, a rough life. And, you know, she'll say, you know, I need to be here. And and I know you're okay. And you've got the support. And you have mm-hmm. these friends and this, this wonderful friends and this family and everything. And I said, I, I, Mom, I know I'm okay. Yeah. Um, so she spends, she'll spend more time there. And I understand that. Yeah. And even when I grew up, you know, we, you know, I was the one who got most of the attention because I was so involved in competitive stuff so it was just my mom was always with me and you know always doing these things and traveling but I think um yeah we've apologized to him like you know I know we've been spending a lot of time here or you know if you want to go skiing we're going to take care of this for you we're going to because you never get that attention so we try to do things like that I told my dad my parents like every once in a while just be like hey good job (laughs) all right I'm good yeah good job (laughs) what about you Emily with having four kids um I this is dating me a little bit, but I remember reading an Irma Bombeck. Yeah. Um, funny thing about how you love the kid the best that needs you the most. Mm, okay. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of truth to that. You know, wh- whoever needs you. Um, but right now, my kids are independent. I'm, I'm proud of them. They're mm-hmm. doing. They're doing well. Uh, Joe would definitely say that Grace is my favorite, but that's okay because she deserves it. Okay. That's, that's what he would say. <laughs> he said once, I know you love Grace best, but that's okay. She deserves it. I'm like, oh, okay, so sweet. <laughs> All right. and, I, and I don't love her best, of course, but I do love her different. She's, you know, she's a beautiful young woman, and, and um, I get to go, you know, spend the night at her house mm-hmm. where she and her husband live now, and just a great change in our relationship, but... Um, but so I do love her different than I love the boys probably, and she was she wasn't a package deal. So it would be I would take off with Grace and do something fun every once in a while and have those moments that um, I certainly didn't get with Evan and Carl. I do get those moments with Joe because he's the only one. Yeah. So Evan and Carl are kind of my middle package, but those dynamics are still different because Evan was the first boy, and you know, so Carl's kind of the true middle, but he kind of breaks the the middle mold mm. a little differently than. You know, birth order is weird. I think it definitely plays a huge factor. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Joe would say that I love Grace best. Absolutely. <laughs> That's so cute. <laughs> Nikki, with you, I mean, you have two, so there's a yeah. true middle. And, and now with, what, what um, how old, much older is your daughter than Kenny? She's two years. Okay. She's Peyton's 20. And they're, they're kind of similar personality wise. Like they're both very social, very kind, <clears throat> big hearts. They're, they're just sweet, good kids. Peyton is, 
she is just the sweetest, kindest. She has such a huge heart. Like everybody loves her. Mm-hmm. She is, she's an amazing person. I'm so proud of her. Um, she didn't get involved in sports. So obviously a lot of, <laughs> Jen loves Peyton also. Um, <laughs> um, she, so she spent a lot of time doing Canyon sports because they're only two years apart mm-hmm. until she was able to stay home alone. So as far as time goes, we spent a lot of family time for Canyon and he's been playing travel baseball. So all of our summers for the last, I don't know how many years, yeah. her summers were gone. So we always allowed her to bring a friend or stay here with a friend. But um, yes, I, I say you, I, I'm that mom. I love them both the mm-hmm. same. I definitely sure. don't have a favorite, especially having a boy and a girl and they're so opposite. And they were, they never went through like the terrible teenage years. They're just, I just love them so much. Did They're you, amazing. when you had a boy, when you had Canyon, did you know, like, I'm mean, aware we have one of each, we're not having any more. I wanted more. Jeff was like, nope, we're good. We each have, we each have our own. <laughs> we're playing man to man. We're done. <laughs> That's a, as soon as we, as soon as Andrea had Lillian, I knew I wanted at least four kids and I knew she wasn't going to want any more. So I, I wanted a lot, but now I'm, I'm fine now. So I, you know, we always think about, well, they're both going to be out of high school. We're not, we're both not going to be 50. So it'll be, it's going to be perfect. That's so what I said. I said, I just want to be done by the time I'm 30. And yeah. I had Canyon when I was 29. So okay. yeah. we'll just, we'll just have a lot of grandkids. We'll just pray for that. There you go. <laughs> Are any of you, um, and I, I mean, I know you're going to be sad about it, but the fact that they could end up different places as far as like, this is always home and I'm assuming no one wants to leave Perrysburg, the family, you know, here's home. But, um, I know it's, it's gotta be hard thinking like, Oh, I'm going to have a kid living in this state or that state. You know, how, how does that, you know, how do you ever think about that? Oh, my, in the last couple, we, I was really lucky. My sister lived here with her family. My brother lived here with his family. And in the last couple of years, they both moved away with their oh. families. So my sister now lives in California oh, and, wow. um, with her, with her husband and kids, and they're grown boys also, but it's different. We were really close. We went to church together every Sunday. We kids grew up as close as they could be with cousins. And then my brother, who I adore, and his wife, um, they moved to Florida, uh, kind of during COVID. They just were like, "Well, we're done. We're mm-hmm. packing up and moving." And and um, I miss that opportunity because even when you don't see them as often as you could, to know that you could see yeah. them. And now it's kind of hard. Um, so I miss them. And so I look at that with my children, and I hope that we don't have the barriers of distance um, because it, it changes your relationship. Mm-hmm. It really does. Uh, Clark and I have laughed about, you know, we might have to get a condo in Columbus because yeah. Yeah. Um, Grace is settled there for sure. Evan and Gabby are getting married in June. I will not be surprised if they settle there. Carl definitely is going to be, I think, a big city kid i don't know that he'll come back to perrysburg i don't know it'll be interesting to see and we can't follow four kids you know you can't you can't follow them and my mom and dad are still here and um and this is home for us but it will be really it will be hard it will be hard to watch that columbus is close enough um but it's not the same like my kids had my parents pick them up from school yeah. and take them to get ice cream and you know that with the the blessing of having family nearby well, yeah my father-in-law walks all there's 11 kids they go to the bus stop and he's there with them oh, yeah that's awesome. and actually one of them so he's in new york now last year when he went to new york the uh one of them, their our kids friends who goes to the bus stop was mad at him because she didn't let him know that he was Adorable. wasn't gonna be there oh. <laughs> yeah. but yeah it, it's it's i didn't have that my my i had uh my i had one set of grandparents that live in defiance or close to defiance and then um, my both my parents grew in Texas, so I had all my my dad's family lived in Texas, so I saw yeah. them once a year, if that. Um, so I love that my kids get to see have both their grandparents. My grandma's still alive, living with my parents, so they get to see a great grandma right. all the time. So it's it's, it's good. It's a blessing. And, it yeah, is. it is. And, and so it's even hard for me to think like, oh, what's going to happen? And they're only ten and seven. Yeah. You yes. know? So uh, Jen, what about you? Is, is just I think about that, that a lot, yeah. you know, and and I really, you know, I have. I don't want my kids to be limited. I really want them to flourish and grow and spread their wings. So wherever they end up, of course, I, I would, I would love to be around them. Mm-hmm. But I will do whatever I need to do, to, be with my children and have a great relationship. So if the if all three of them are spread out, 
then I'll make sure that I find a plan to get there as much as I can. I know my mom, you know, like I said, they're, I'm from Cleveland originally. So Bay, Bay village West side. So she, I mean, God love her. She's 84 and she comes as much as she possibly can, Mm -hmm. you know? And, uh, I just hope that I'm going to do that. I'm just going to do that as much as possible, but I do, I want them to grow and, and spread their wings and kind of, see what's out there, be a little uncomfortable and realize, you know, Hey, where do I fit in? Cause like once you're uncomfortable, that's how you grow the most, you yeah. know, you kind of have to push yourself in that, in that zone. Mm-hmm. Um, I know Nick would love to kind of spread his wings and even farther, but, um, I don't know. I can't imagine any of them except Chloe, maybe going to a big city. Yeah. It's just weird. Yeah. They're all different personalities. So, yeah. I feel like Canyon Canyon can't get away enough faster or fast enough. <laughs> no, he loves me. No, no we're actually <laughs> no. we're actually doing this now. We're moving to North Carolina. So, oh, are you really? Yeah. So, um, it's been a challenge. Yeah. But we'll be closer to him because he'll be in Charleston. So we'll be three hours from him. We have a condo in Myrtle Beach, so we'll be three hours from that. But we'll be far from Peyton. So it's. But she's like, I'm going to move to Florida when I graduate, and I'm going to move to Myrtle Beach when I graduate. Uh, Maybe we'll move to Columbus. So I don't know what she will do. mm -hmm. I have my parents in Youngstown, so that will be hard, too, but I think they'll come visit a lot, and they like to go to Myrtle Beach a lot. They're actually there right now um, and stay in our condo. So I I think we'll, we'll see a lot of them, and... I will be the same as Jen. Like, I will get a condo in every city that my kids are at, and I will be at every football and baseball and yeah. whatever yes. those kids do, I will make sure that I can see them. Yeah. You know what? I wanted to share this because as I watch Nikki's parents and Emily's parents and my mom and my um, mother in law and father in law and all these people that come to see the kids, my brother. Yeah, your crazy brother. But it's like, love. yes, and my, you know, Ian's sister and my sister, and it's like, you know, that's what it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like celebrating these kids, and you know, my cousin Scott will come in every year for homecoming and plans it the year before and says, "I've already taken off work," you know, just the yeah. like the support of these kids is phenomenal, and that's what these kids need. Mm-hmm. And I just, I want to continue to do that for all these kids because yeah. really life is about making them you know help them to to feel good about themselves and, yeah. yeah 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 we're already planning what game we're gonna come to next year my brother and my sister-in-law live in youngstown and they've been to every game they're amazing they are they and are. um they already told my neighbor they're like we're coming next year they just they love connor they oh, they, nice. they can't wait to come watch him play next year they told my neighbor, we're just going to come stay with you next year. And we <laughs> so we're already planning what game we're going to come to next year. Yeah. Well, so we uh, will definitely be here. When you were, when you say uh, you're talking about moving that is challenging. Um, and I don't I don't remember who I heard it from, but Candy didn't seem too thrilled about it because he, he wants he wants to be able to come back here. He does. He was it, at first he was like, oh, that's cool. Like, that's a great opportunity. And we all were. And then when it happened, we were like, oh, you know, like, I think we were excited because we do want to end up in the Carolinas at some point. Sure. Just didn't realize it would be now. And yeah. it just, when it became real, Canyon was just like, wait, I want to, I want to go to graduation parties and I want to, <laughs> when we have school breaks, I want to come here and see my friends. I don't know anybody in North Carolina. And it was like, oh, yeah, good point. <laughs> well, he can, he can stay with us. He can <laughs> oh, let him know. I'll let him know too. <laughs> we have, uh, he can sleep on a couch here. And everything. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. You're not going to give up your bed for him? Oh, Come on, uh, we have guest. a spare bedroom. <laughs> oh, there you go. There. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he can use that one. <laughs> so sweet. <laughs> All right. Well, before I go, is there anything else? We've been talking for almost an hour. Uh, I, again, I appreciate you guys coming on. We've been wanting to do this for a while. Um, is there anything else you guys want to say before we... I want to say, I just want to say thank you to all the coaches, the kids, to the school, to Chuck Jaco, to the parents, to 12th Man. We had such great sponsors this year. I mean, we were able to do a lot for the kids. Yep, Fifth Street, Swig, um, Dr. Hire, Trent with Second Street Dental, Mackey's, Cindy Yonker. Um, We just had a lot of hunt pools, just a lot of Big Daddy Graphic, uh, Joe Perry. Real estate. Twelfth yeah. man helped us out. Um, just and great parent support and donations. Like 
it just, we always say it takes a village and it really does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. We are super thankful for all the, the help that we have gotten this year. Thank Absolutely. you. for. I mean, that yeah. was just exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. And and to you, Lorenzo, yeah. for um, influencing. Yes. I mean, really. Yeah. You, more than a coach. More than mm-hmm. a coach. Thank you. For and sure. really, that's, that is, I can't thank you enough. Because every time I see you, I'm like, oh, he's just the, <laughs> like, if I was a coach, well, I've talked about this a lot of times. <laughs> if I was a coach, well, everybody would be hugged before they went out. <laughs> And I would make sure that they, I mean, you are good, you are amazing, you're fabulous. And then, you know, I mean, that's why I'm not a coach because you have to be tough and you. But I think there was a, a good vibe this year yeah. um, it, with, you know, Coach Connor being new. Mm-hmm. You, oh, yeah. you never know He's what to great. expect. And and I think there was a, um, a good vibe this year with yes. the boys feeling a lot of connectivity with the coaches and a lot of um, positive. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like the coaches cared about who they were and what they yeah. were doing. And that's really nice, especially with yep. the first year coach with some new coaches in there that didn't yep. know the boys, wouldn't know their histories. Um, I know Joe felt like that, like felt yes. like the coaches cared. Yep. And that that's a great, as a parent, that's really all we want. Yeah. You know, not all we want, but it's a big part. It's a big part of, because we're entrusting yes. our children to the coaches yeah. when right. they're vulnerable. Right. And exposed, and it means a lot to know that the that they're taking more into consideration than just their athletic abilities. Yeah. Yes. That's a huge part of coaching and parenting, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, thank you all again for coming. Uh, it's been a pleasure coaching your kids, and um, it'll be sad not seeing you guys there on Friday nights next year. Um, but we'll I'm sure it. we'll see. You. I'm, I'm sure. Well, maybe not you because you're moving on now. But. <laughs> Next year, the, the one the game you come back to, we'll make sure, yep, make sure you right. say hi. But uh, again, thank you. Thank you for coming on. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Thanks again to my guests, Nikki Gaggett, Jen Kilbride, and Emily Conley for being on the podcast today. It was such a great insight for someone who has young kids, such as myself, to hear what they are going through with their kids ending football careers, going off to college, how do they deal with their kids being older and uh, having multiple kids. It was it was really great to to hear the what they had to um, not really not only teach me but like just give me examples of things and, and how they dealt with them. So uh, thanks thanks again for for them for thanks again to them for coming on the podcast. Please rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. It means the world to me. If we can get this podcast off the ground and running, you don't have to share the whole all the episodes. Just share one you like uh, one podcast uh, if you share one could turn into a subscriber down the road so any little bit helps uh, my my gmail is the nerdball podcast at gmail.com i'm on all the social medias facebook instagram twitter find me at twitter at the nerdball pod instagram is the nerdball podcast and facebook is a page at the nerdball podcast thanks to real jp multimedia cut a fish graphics perrysburg junior high stem and Big Daddy Graphics for helping out the podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Ladies and gentlemen, The Princess Pod with yeah. your host, Lillian. Go ahead, Hi. Hi. You, you, you remember, you asked, I know I always ask you what's happening, what's going on. Yes, you do. Oh, okay. okay. Well, you got it, then. Go. Okay. Yeah. We want to talk about all things princessy because yeah. we're done talking about football. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you t- what? What are some? Of your, am I going away or am I staying here? I don't know. What You're I'm staying. Doing. Okay. Ooh. Okay. Well, then ask maybe ask them what their favorite princesses are. What your favorite princess? Oh my goodness! I think I might have to say Cinderella because I loved that blue dress and I loved how she um, played with all the animals and they all helped her. You're so cute. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to know mine? You know, I like Ariel. Oh, yeah. And you know, I love her because I, I love red hair and I, I don't know why, but I just, her hair is so beautiful. And I look at redheads and I'm like, Oh my God, I love your hair. It's just such a natural, beautiful thing. And she was, she was pretty tough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I liked that she was tough, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and sweet. Yes. Mm-hmm. I like Belle. I think oh. Belle is gorgeous. <laughs> She's very pretty. And I think she has a big heart that she could love the beast. Oh, that's a good one. He wasn't so good. a super handsome man. Or very lovable. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yes. And she loved him for who he was. Yes. Mm-hmm. Who's your favorite? Elsa. Elsa. Oh, I love Why her. do you love Elsa? Because I like 
that she has powers. Oh, Ooh. No, she does. You're right. She's kind of the only She's, princess that has yeah. superpowers. So, so Lillian, if you could have a special power, what, what would that be? To fly. Oh, Ooh. I've thought about that. It's a good one. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. What Go. color would your dress be? Um, pink. pink. I love pink. Mm-hmm. Pink is nice. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. What's your, what's your next question for us? Do you have another one? Quit talking. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Sassy princess. Pod. How about if your son was a princess? What? what which one would? You <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's. <laughs> I would want him to wear a crown, and I would want him to be. Uh, Anna. Uh, oh, oh yeah. That's so you guys one. could be. Together with your powers. Yeah. That's yeah. true. Yeah. That's a great true. idea. Guys, I don't know what um, what Princess Joseph is most like. <laughs> I um, I think Joe would be most annoyed with me if I was Ariel because I sing all the time <laughs> and they get tired of me singing. But you have a beautiful voice. Oh, well, thank you very I've much. I've heard you sing. But I do love to sing. Oh, yes, you, you do. Know what? Maybe she should voice. sing for us, Lillian. Oh, what do goodness. you think? No, I mean, I sing a singing Disney song. Give us a little Ave Maria. Oh, yes. my oh, please. Word. Well, no, I'll no, be quiet. no. Well, I'll be quiet. No, 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 no. No singing on the podcast. Lillian. Lillian's next question. <laughs> what I, princess do you think Canyon would be? What princess does he remind you of? I'm thinking of several. <laughs> oh, I think just the word princess would be. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes his nickname. Oh, what is it? Canyon. You think Canyon would be Ariel? Yeah. Why do you say that? I don't know. Because he combs his hair with a fork? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> I say Snow White for Aiden. Why? I, he, I don't know, because he, he has a lot of little friends. I don't know. <laughs> He's really tall. They're all little friends. They're little friends. <laughs> And he likes to sleep. Are I you know. making fun of my son? No, oh, that's no. hilarious. <laughs> I mean, dude, he's he's tall. He's, he's tall. tall yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, Lil Bill. Anything else? Which one do you think Dad would be my dad? Oh. <laughs> okay. Hmm. Oh, I know, hmm. Jasmine. Jasmine? Oh, that's yes. that's Mr. Conley's favorite princess. When we were at Disney World, he always wanted to stand in Jasmine's line. Oh, really? Oh, jeez. Yep. Did, he, did he buy you a Jasmine outfit? <laughs> oh, that would be great. <laughs> <laughs> he loves Jasmine. Uh, and my dad has Jasmine pants. Oh, oh nice. okay. Nice. We're learning. Ooh. Maybe maybe your dad would be Jasmine. Yeah. I just think yeah. she's a beautiful princess. She, she is beautiful. They're all beautiful. Yeah. Well, they know what they are. They are. They are. Yeah. That's what makes them princessy. They wouldn't sell toys if they weren't. <laughs> I know. I know. Do you have any princess Barbies? Yeah. Yeah. Do you have all of them? Yeah. Who do you play Barbies with? Um, myself. Oh, you do? Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. Yeah. I love and your dad, dolls. I think sometimes, doesn't he? Yeah. He plays with you. That's so nice. Does he let you put makeup on him? No. Or paint no. your paint his nails. No. Oh, good. Nails. Oh. I was gonna say do oh, his yeah. do his Wait, hair. Yeah. <laughs> 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 my dad let us do all that stuff. Mine too. And one time, my sister put on uh, a, like a light pink polish, mm-hmm. and he went to a business meeting because he didn't realize it was metallic, and it was kind of like he thought it was clear. So he's at the business meeting. He puts his hands down, and the guy's like, "Um, <laughs> are you wearing pink nail polish?" He's like, "No." <laughs> That's funny. I want it. I want to paint my dad's nails. Today, oh, today's a pink. good day. Oh, it's perfect. During the, during Sunday the fun day. Game. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> right, perfect. Okay. What do you say when you're done, when you wrap up? Uh, I forget. Sit on the microphone, remember? I forget. Some about your princesses or little pretties or whatever. Oh, yeah. Goodbye, my little pretty. That's right. <laughs> Thank you for having us. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Okay.